Kyle Hillman joins us now. He's an elected local school council member at Gale Academy up on the far north side, Gale Community Academy. Yes. And uh, Kyle, welcome. Thank you for having me. second appearance in two weeks. Yeah, we, right. we promoted this interview a <laughs> little bit last week. We love you coming on to do a little advance last week. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. It, it was, it was so, uh, an intentional And advance. I know that's <laughs> why millions of you are here today because you heard him last week. <laughs> Give funny. us a picture of Gail School. Why did you run for the local school council? How long have you been there? What, what, what attracted you as a volunteer to to step up and help out this local public school? Sure. So, uh, you know, uh, I live in the Gale uh, area, school area. And so, um, you know, it's north of Howard is this little segment uh, on the northernmost part of Chicago. And, and for, for far too long, that section has been kind of forgotten. Uh, I think it was, it was in between two different legislative districts. It was uh, the current alderman didn't spend the resources and time into that n- neighborhood. And so what we had in the center of that neighborhood was a school, a school that had a reputation that wasn't positive uh, from the outside. And so uh, when I was first looking at uh, how, do I, how do I help this area? How do I get more involved in my community? Um, that school was the first place that came to mind. And so you know, I, I immediately jumped into the LSC. At the time, the school was uh, from the inside, once she started looking at the finances, was, a, was in a solid position, but needed help. It needed extra investment. It needed community support. And so I thought this would be a great opportunity to come in. Little did I know the ROM was going to change the uh, mayor manual, was going to change the funding formula to per pupil funding, and then completely gut the school. Within three years, we lost $1.5 million of annual funding in the school. And basically, everything that's not tied down has been cut. Uh, it was one of those schools that was on the, uh, the list to close. Uh, so we actually uh, organized right. our, our parents and our community members to, to fight that, and we actually were able to fight that back. Uh, and, and keep the school open. So that is, this dates back to, to that, right before Correct. Ram, Ram, Ram closed all the schools. Correct. Ram the Rammer. Yeah. Not County, the development of both the Chicago Math and Science Academy and the UNO privately run charter schools that were tapping into your population. Absolutely. So you have this this frontal attack by the administration um, to, uh, to gut community schools uh, with lower enrollment. And then you had this this backside attack from the charter schools, which were pulling actively pulling kids out. When Uno, for example, went into the Rogers Park community, uh, they actually had people on our campus at the school recruiting Latino families to move them out of our school to purposely pull those resources out of the school and into a different uh, institution. So it's it's not only the resources; it's also the resegregation of school Correct. schools. Correct. Um, no question. Make me crazy about these uh, charters, who are unanswerable to the community. They can make whatever rules they want and expel kids willy-nilly. Right, and 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 that uh, that effect is magnified when you look at what it happens to those to the kids that are still left at the school that didn't get to move out or didn't get pulled out into a different system right. is that we, we are drastically pulling those resources out of a school that already has no resources and so uh, what what ends up happening is is that you you have a school that's run by um, volunteer opportunities so if we only have after school programs if somebody steps up and actually gives it to us uh, we don't have a librarian. We don't have a technology instructor. We don't have the basic fundamental things that you think of when you, when you talk about an elementary school because everything that wasn't tied down, this administration has cut. And so the question becomes, how do you actually go forward when you're constantly being pulled back? A smart academy. 
Correct. Yes? Correct. Tell us what the Smart Academy is and what you're trying to do to bring a new shine to Gail. Absolutely. So one of the great things that we do is we, we got a new principal who is probably the most energetic entrepreneurial you know, principal I've ever seen. And he reached out to a program that he had at Sullivan High School, which was a smart health clinic. And this to me is a game changer for Gail uh, Community Academy. And a smart health clinic, basically what it is, is it provides free health and mental health services to every child at the school, every parent of those child, anyone that lives in that house of that child, and all the teachers and faculty. So it's, it's, it's complete wraparound service for, for health and mental health services for, for the students that attend that school. Who puts this together? Who's the, who's the uh, source of the smart clinic? So, so, the, so the, there have been health clinics in schools. Um, most of them have not been very successful. In fact, right. we've seen quite a few of them uh, closed because of cost, uh, utilization purposes, et cetera. Hey, I'm old enough to remember when Sullivan did the first clinic in the 80s when they had a, also a special program in, in that high school for kids and it was it was revolutionary that they that they were taking care of kids. Absolutely, but the problem that we saw with Sullivan is that utilization was, was low. Yeah. And so the, this, is, this model, the SMART model, was created by uh, Melanie Jin from the Jin Group um, in partnership with CVS. And, and what this model does is it, is it, it takes a proactive, active, uh, care services rather than the reactive. I think when we, we talk about how we treat mental health, particularly health services, it's always reactive, right? So it's it's till somebody um, shows uh, suicidal attempts, then we then we provide those mental health services. When somebody um, has uh, serious health issues, that's when we go to the hospital. The opposite and, of preventative. Correct. Right. And so what the SMART model does is it actually does evaluations of every single kid in the school um, from the beginning. So when you, when you walk into that school, they'll do an evaluation, both a, a health as well as a mental health. And then they tie that to your education. So if we can provide good health and, and mental health services, you can, you can improve your educational stuff. So if we start seeing kids slipping behind, those kids go back into another evaluation. So we can try to figure out what are the underlying reasons why this kid is challenged, or whether it's community, whether it's their, their social emotional needs, whether it's family, uh, and then we can, we can attack that piece of it. Wow. When, what do you need? What is the, what is the drive now to get funding? Yeah, so for us to have, make this happen, um, we need to raise $150,000. CVS has already agreed to match that $150,000. Um, this model can launch, and it'll be self-sustaining with that just a $300,000 uh, seed money, which is really, really, really cheap for a health clinic compared to the $1.5 to $3 million that, that normally they put on a price tag. And part of the reasons why we can do this is that because we have so much utilization. So, for example, um, at, at, a, at, uh, at Sullivan, there was a 15 to 20% utilization. 15 to 20% of the kids actually used the clinic. And if you talk to some of the kids before the, the, this clinic, uh, the smart model went in, it was that's where the pregnant girls go, right? And so that, it, it was kind of had that stigma, had that, 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 that we place on health and mental mm -hmm. health services. Right now, Sullivan is at 86, 87% utilization. And so because there's a large utilization, our reimbursement rates are, are higher. So we are able to, to uh, capture more of that revenue to make sure that this is sustained. So if we can raise that $150,000, we can put in, to me, which is just revolutionary for these kids, uh, this, this clinic. We've already raised about 47,000 of it. 
Um, some of that have come from the community in small dollars, which has been really amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also received a very, very large donation from Heather Staines, uh, Leo Smith, and the Staines Foundation mm-hmm. uh, to help us get this thing going forward, uh, which we're really appreciative of. And you know, we, we need to continue to, uh, to raise and get closer to that number. Is there a time frame? You have to have it by? So uh, the target date is the end of April. Um, which is a very small window, really? I and mean, we're 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 hauling. So uh, we feel like we're going to get closer. Uh, we feel if we get closer, we might that we will still be able to do it. The, the other thing too is some of the things that this is just hard costs. Some of those things can be in, in kind, and so uh, and we can reduce that hundred fifty thousand asks. Mm. So right now, we're uh, the Gin Group is producing uh, some materials for us of what materials they need so we can then uh, approach also medical suppliers, uh, uh, builder groups, those mm-hmm. kind of things to see if there's some of those in-kind sure. uh, supplies that can be donated to, to reduce that number. How do we help? Is there a GoFundMe or you know some, some site we can go to to sign up? So we do have a website. It's galegrowskids.org. That's plural, kids. Um, galegrowskids.org, you can go ahead and make a donation. Um, we, we obviously need large donations, but we, we, this is something that's really important is that we need small donations. So if you, if you can contribute $10, that is majorly important for us because we have to be able to show the funder that there is community support for this. Mm-hmm. So, e, so a $10 donation might not seem like a lot towards, the, towards our big $150,000 goal, but having your name attached to this project and as a community or as a business is critically important for us to getting this across the finish line is to say, look, look at all this community support for this school and, and for this clinic. Can you talk a little bit about other stuff going on in and around the Gale community? So, no, I just I had a similar question. I, I remember hearing that uh, there was a, like a plethora of politicians showing up to help paint the place. Yes. And I wonder if you could talk about that. And was Gail the school that also had the greenhouse up on the, the top floor? That uh, is that still happening? Yes. So tell us about those. Those are things. wonderful things too. So, so City Year uh, has been in our school, which has been incredible help. So when you don't have a lot of resources to get those volunteers in your school every single day, helping the teachers, helping those students has been incredibly important. But City Year also chose Gail Community Academy as their volunteer for MLK Day, and we had over a thousand individuals. It was ridiculous. It was amazing <laughs> to see. You know, I think a lot of people don't get that far up north, and a lot of people don't see that community uh, at, at that close up as they as they did that day. And, and to see that many volunteers caring about these kids, who are incredible kids who just need that that help, it was it was, it was incredible to see. It was just it was uh, they it, they brought a, a busload from Northwestern, right? It was yes. <laughs> uh, they brought a busload from everywhere. I yeah, mean, like right. they just kept right. piling in, and and yeah, we had some elected officials there. But I, I was so moved by how many people actually came to the school, and and to see the kids' faces the day ne- the next day because the whole place has been muraled up. Yeah. I mean, we've got <laughs> pictures of uh, MLK, of Obama, of, of of Chicago history, and and just to see their faces light up for their school that, frankly, you know, we needed some paint. It yeah. was starting to chip away a little bit. And, and to, for those kids to be uh, to, to go into that school and to see it revitalized was was amazing. Uh, we do have a greenhouse. Uh, we also have an outdoor uh, a, a gardens. I mean, we we really have some amazing gems in the school that people just don't realize. Uh, we just we just need to get that next step of that that differentiator. And I think the clinic is that. Kyle Hillman, uh, we're sending people to something called GaleGrowsKids.org to give your ten bucks. Please do today. Really, don't don't forget about it. Do it now before you forget. And uh, thank you for all that you do. 
Thank, Kyle Hillman. Thank you. I think you guys have said Gale Community Academy quite a few times. You guys could be our sponsor here. But. Right on. <laughs> or you could be our sponsor. <laughs> thank you so much, and we'll have you back any old time, dude. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it.